0: This podcast is meant to start important conversations about medical health. In no way is this to replace a face-to-face discussion with your healthcare professional. Hello and welcome once again to How's It Hangin'. This is your host, Paul Nelson. We are recording in the heart of Midtown Manhattan. A couple episodes ago, we had a conversation about the idea of the man box and how it rules men in 21st century America. The idea of the man box is that there's a strict code of conduct every guy has to follow if he wants to be part of the real man club. This means He can't be himself. He has to conform to uh, not showing love, not showing tenderness, not showing feelings. He has to behave in a certain way that everyone knows he's a heterosexual strong man. I wanted to revisit this topic again because I got a great question from Dan, age 36, and I think a lot of guys will relate to this. Dan writes, I married my best friend. She's the love of my life. She has tons of friends that she goes out with, and she wants me to go out with my buddies. The problem is we've all lost touch over the years. Why is it so hard for men to make friends? Oh, Dan, I hear this probably four days a week from patients that I see. Men have lost the ability, and our whole culture fights the idea of men creating intimate loving relationships with other men. It's okay if you're in college, it's okay if you're on a sports team, but God forbid you're a grown man, married, wife and kids in the picket fence. You make a friendly overture to some guy and he instantly wonders if you wanna have sex with him. Here to help us talk about this once more and exactly how to escape the man box is my very good friend, Mike Shaw, a therapist in New York City who specializes in men's work. So, Mike, last time we talked, we talked about how the wounds of growing up within a system where it told men to disconnect from their bodies, their feelings, their emotions, and everything is performance-based. And we sort of got stuck with that. We we had to end it, but uh, I'm like, the most important part is,
1: where do we go from here? I think one of the most powerful things we can do to challenge This system is to counter the idea that we are, uh, men are um, isolated and unable to relate to it. We should not relate to each other. So a powerful way to counter this is to find a men's group. Okay. I would say being around other men who are expressing... Who are just literally expressing authentic human experiences is is uh, is um is very important to to see that there are other role models, there are other men that can live and be still still be men. Right.
0: So if we didn't get that modeling of healthy masculinity growing right. up, hanging around guys who are displaying signs of healthy masculinity, integrated, connected, heartfelt, living in their heart. That's a, a, a way to begin the, the journey.
1: Yeah. Also with therapy.
0: With therapy, I
1: yeah. hu- I'm a huge fan of a skillful, aware therapist. Not all therapists understand the man, the the male paradox, and that can be very problematic. Um, because also, what's really important in in therapy is that we can, we can we can see you get to see what's going on inside of you. you get to get uh, awareness of. The story you're telling yourself, which is not your story, it's the story you've been told. And so uh, becoming aware and also learning to tolerate some of the discomfort. We are, men have this like uh, ex- real um, excitement about power and strength, but the irony is we are incredibly atrophied and weak um, and avoidant of the muscles around vulnerability. And tenderness. Interesting. Yeah. And those are those are muscles that you have to develop. You have to have a great tolerance and courage <laughs> to be vulnerable and open and not feel like you're going to die. Because that's pretty much how most people experience vulnerability. I would rather jump off a bridge than be vulnerable. That's not going to work if you want to be a, a, he- a healthy human. You have to learn to tolerate... And trust that vulnerability is good for you. And so,
0: what? Uh, um, getting really concrete here for a second. What, what's an example of guys being vulnerable with other guys?
1: I anything, anything about my life. So let's say I am, I am starting. For me personally, I'll just be personal about it. I am starting uh, my own business uh, as an entrepreneur and this whole process has like ripped me open and made me reflect on my own perspectives on the world and my own sense of entitlement that i'm struggling with you know and so um and my own vulnerability and worthiness of like should i be uh in charge of something you know so i would sit there i would talk to a friend of mine and be like hey um Brian. Brian's a very good friend of mine. And we sat down for dinner last week and I was just being honest with him of like, I feel shitty about this sometimes. I feel frustrated and exhausted and also excited about the process. And I'm ready to do it, but I also don't know if I can. So I'm honest. I'm just really honest about how I feel. Yeah. So you're expressing some fear, some anxiety, some... Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Oh, here's another example. Um, I was just talking... Yeah, exactly. Like, sexuality. We never... T- we talk about the cartoon example of sex, you know, of like... Right. Um, you know, banging and, you know, fucking or whatever. I fucked her or whatever. Bang that person. But that's so, like, easy. It's not, It doesn't display any sense of... Authenticity, of what you went through, how the how it unfolded, of how nervous I was, you know, when I went on that date, and I wasn't sure it was going to go well, and you know, whatever. There's a, there's so much more uh, humanity to those things. So, and also another way to be vulnerable is just to share. Um, is just also share your successes o- openly, and just be like ebullient. Guys are taught not to smile. It's a strange thing. And so, like, being vulnerable isn't being, like, sad. Mm-hmm. It's actually just being alive, which is paradoxical. <laughs> I want to reframe this shit, you know? It's not bad. It's not weak. It's actually just being present and alive for myself and everyone in my life.
0: So being who you are.
1: Exactly. Which is really great in, in bed.
0: We had another our guest, and he, we, we talked about the fantasy, like, I'm a porn star yeah. in bed and yeah. because I'm fucking... This makes me... Yeah. Oh, I'm like the guys in the movies, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's this little fantasy world of where we are not being ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Because, you, you know, uh, I, I'm often telling patients, I said, you know, you can always tell a partner, let's let's not do anything, no penetration. Could we just get together the first couple of times and just mm-hmm. play? And guys are like, oh no, no one's going to buy that. They're going to look at me like I'm, I'm crazy because... No one is going to buy that. No, they hear the rules. Here's how you have to have sex. You have to make out, you get hard, you stick it in someone. That's sex. Yeah. And, uh, and this vulnerable, like, you know, I, I, I often challenge guys. I said, I bet if you ask your partner, can we just play? They'll go, Phew, thank God. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: And that idea of being vulnerable, like mm. going to men's groups, hanging around men who are displaying healthy masculinity, who are on their own heart journey. Of connecting, staying connected to their hearts. You've done Mankind Project, right? Yeah,
1: um, I think that they are a great introduction, and a very safe and responsible introduction to men's work. Mm-hmm. Very structured and uh, safe. Right. I, I, I'm, I believe they do great work.
0: Um, I, I attend the Connecticut Men's Gathering, yeah. Comega org, which right. is sort of a Mankind Project Light version. Mm-hmm. Also online there is a good site called uh the Men Project. Yeah.com, which yes. is a great place to start and uh, but the hard thing is men tend to be isolated.
1: That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I don't want people to I don't want to send people to websites. No, no that's the that, problem. We don't, go, don't
0: to, to go to the website. It's don't like
1: don't go to my website. Stop thinking about something and just <laughs> fucking do it. You know? <laughs> right so yes you know, now, uh, now but it good- i meet so many guys and they're like i'm uh, i really tell people the truth when i'm drunk and i'm like yeah how about this how about we uh, let's talk about what a warrior is you know and we're yeah. like i want to really kind of unpack your shit and they're like you know i want to ask you is it hard for you to be open and honest good cuz that means it's scary for you so if you are trying to be a warrior and you're always hiding are you really a warrior in that way because if this thing, the vulnerable stuff, is really hard for you, and that takes a lot of power, what's really powerful, you know? So right. we start. I want to like hack this shit because it's all a lie. It is, it's it's a terrible lie right. that keeps us, you know, in like in small, small, like literally, yeah. uh, uh, physically, you know, psychologically, emotionally. No, no. You just uh, take. Uh, yeah. So male love. Like I would just say, like learning how to be close to another man, male support uh, will change will change your life. I am so lucky that I have uh, uh, close male friends that I tell them I love them. They tell me they love me, and there's no sexual in there's no sexuality involved. It's just support and authenticity, which is so relieving. God damn. It's so relieving to me to be like, to feel like I can just, every single time I do this, it's so, even though I'm like, I do the work all the time, I still feel this like, this relief of like, whew, I felt like I was forgetting. I was forgetting about um, being a human because I'm feeling this uh, uh, energy to be like performative. Right. You know, and it's like, oh, I'm a human. I'm a lovable man. I'm worthy. Well, I mean, we swim in it. We go
0: through a culture where where it's it's that is the message with, with, at every turn, right? How yeah. from everything from like television commercials, how people talk to us, how people greet us, how our coworkers treat us. It's we always are getting pushed back into the man box. Yeah, just going through life, and so forcing you taking time out of that to say, "Wow, that's not my authentic self." Yeah, that's, a, that's what And wow, and it was as I come back to the you know. The the, the the idea of how this affects male sexuality, I mean, that's a conversation that could go on forever. About the... Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Being vulnerable, connection, and seeing sex as a form of connection instead of sex as an activity.
1: Right. And that would be another way to, like, explore this, how to get out of it, is yeah. to really tell your partner what's uncomfortable, what you... Dislike or what you're scared of intimately. Right. Just take a risk. Right. I mean, for me, it's like, uh, you know, I've had my uh, issues with sex, and I think like oral sex for me was, uh, I had a lot of anxiety around that, and I started talking about it uh, with, with my lovers over the years, the last couple of years, and it's been such a huge relief. And I've got 100%. Understanding and compassion from my partners and a great sense of closeness uh-huh. uh, and trust yeah, and presence. I'll tell you, one thing that really fucks up sex, you're talking about being in the man box, is those fears that are hiding in there. They don't go away if we don't say them. They just stay there yammering on while we're like having this amazing, supposedly amazing experience, but we're really not. Yes, Because we're too worried about, oh my God. Yeah. Is she going to know I'm not going to orgasm because I have never orgasmed uh, uh, with oral or, sex? With oral sex.
0: That's important. She want say, me
1: to do that? Because right? I don't.
0: Because um, I I not. need to make sure listeners know. Yeah. It is really common. Yeah. I, I think probably the majority of men have a very difficult time climaxing through only oral sex. Yeah. It's one of those things because it, it it. works in the movies. Yeah. So that has to be the real thing, right? But no, many guys have a hard time reaching climax. I tell people sure, that it's fun. Yeah. But dick, anything is fun with your dick, right?
1: Yeah. And there's also a lot of interesting perspectives that, like, not orgasming is actually... I've really found some profound experiences with this of, like, yes, we're always taught your goal is to orgasm. Right. I mean, there's some really interesting perspective to say, like, not orgasming is a very, very uh, profound experience. Right. And I've been, like, it's... Uh, like it's this life energy that i give up and if i orgasm a lot i feel this like exhaustion Uh and i've been like experimenting with just being so fucking conscious uh in a a sexual space that i'm like i'm not going to do this i'm going to experience this i'm going to have fun with my partner and i'm going to connect but i'm not orgasming right and it changes everything it changes everything my partner for some reason trusts me more Uh, We have this amazing, exciting connection. And sometimes when I do orgasm, it's, like, fucking amazing. Right. Um, So it's just, like, being self-aware and being open and vulnerable because I felt like this. You know, it's just, like, I felt myself wanting, exactly, like that thing you mentioned before about, like, wanting to distance myself from my partner post-orgasm. And I felt frustrated with this desire to flee from her. So I was, like, how can we stay connected? Mm Mm-hmm. And so we've been experimenting with this me not orgasming, and I feel so much closer to her. Right. Because it's also, it changes my mentality. In sex, it's like I've been taught, please myself, please myself, do whatever it is for me, you know, and then I forget about her. Right. And then when I'm done with her, I've used you and I throw you away. That's a fucked up mentality.
0: <laughs> right. I don't want to be treated
1: that way. Right, and right. And I realized sometimes if that, if that becomes the way I relate to sex, I'm... Losing my connection with my yeah. partner. Yeah, that's, does, I, does that make sense? I uh,
0: totally. And I, I use that with patients all the time. At the right. end of a good sex session, our partners should feel amazing about themselves. Yes. Not about me. Yeah. And if the goal is, I want to feel good because I gave this person 14 orgasms. And there, look at what I, I did. did. Yeah. That's a, that's a dead end. It's an empty, it's, you'll never fill that bucket. Because nothing's going to be good enough to fill that hole and that void. Yeah. But if you use sex as a way to communicate with your partner how much you're into them, how much you love them, and the connection you feel, or whatever the emotions are, just, wow, this is fun, doing this with you is amazing. Yeah. That when you're done, they feel great about themselves and you, not because you've performed, but because you've let them give it back to you.
1: Yes, and sex is an extension of all the work, the vulnerability work that we've been talking about. Yeah. It is just a, like a, a celebration of the connection that has been been has been built through not sexual spaces um, Right. of the developing trust and intimacy to like be totally open and vulnerable in a sexual space right if you think you're just going to like hide all your shit and then and then people some people think like oh I should hide all my shit and then in, maybe in sex I'll be more open it's already it's already fucked up you know uh, <laughs> you're, you're going to have a real you've, you've developed a habit that's inauthentic again right. authenticity and practicing that's finding so, spaces to practice authenticity
0: so, so be, yes being authentic in sex which we'd like to think yeah. that's what sex is about it it better be happening outside of sex yeah it's just not magically going to happen while you're having sex
1: yeah it's in not. fact it's not going to happen you're right it's not you've already, you've already, you've already practiced it's a habit these are all habits Right, and if you, it's like weightlifting. Um, you practice the the technique with lighter weights, so uh, when you put on heavy weight, you're going to succeed. So this is probably good for men. You know, they give out like a a, meta, a metaphor that really works. Um, <laughs> weightlifting. And, you know, you go, you do squats, and you, when you're starting to squat, you use a a, a low low weight barbell. To uh-huh. get used to the technique of going down and up, down and up, how to brace your core, how to arch your back and all the shoulders, right. a lot of shit that goes into it. Right. And if you start off and be like, I'm gonna do two hundred and fifty pounds yeah. you know, you're gonna see a horrible, painful experience. and <laughs> um, a yourself. trauma. Yeah. Right? You're gonna the, the bar's gonna break you. Yeah. And so what you do is you build up, you train technique. You practice in a way that's like safe and playful, and, and uh, your body learns like, oh, I get this movement, I get this technique. I'm going to add more weight. Oh, this is great. This feels good. It's a challenge. I love it. Yeah. Versus this is I went from zero to hundred and it's threatening and killing me. So
0: the emotional equivalent of that. Yeah. Is what
1: the emotional equivalent would be in daily conversations, expressing my authentic feelings with people I'm with, which could be. Uh, I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm sad. Uh, this right. is why. Which How goes, are you?
0: <laughs> goes all the way back to what we talked about I, last time, and all the you're not allowed to talk about those things.
1: Yes. Well, you're not allowed to be human because that's what we're taught. You're not allowed to be free because if you're human, if you're this is like some deep shit, but if you're human and you are free, if you are a wild animal, that's very like. Uh, it's very problematic for all these systems that were created to control uh, us and make us in be very good uh, right. worker bees right we can't have wild animals we don't in the animal. world no no i say fuck that <laughs> be uh, be a wild animal because then you're going to have the best sex of your life it's going to it's a trance a personal transformation
0: Wow, this has been a rich conversation a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to think about a lot of stuff to work on uh, our guest has been Mike Shaw, therapist in New York City. He can be reached at mikeshawtherapy at gmail.com. If you have any questions for us, how's it hanging Podcast at gmail.com. And Mike's website is mikeshawtherapy.weebly.com. Mike, it's been a pleasure to have you here.
1: Good to be here. Oh,
0: Thank you very much. And thank you very much, listeners. We will catch you next time. How's it hanging?